0: welcome to the goon crew podcast i am uh one of your hosts nordox and i'm culture and i'm hope
1: and i'm kmart
0: And today we're going to be going over uh, gear bags, uh, the essentials to pack in your gear bags, um, do's and don'ts of what to bring, and just overall different gear types and stuff you could use. So um, our first topic is going to be making your crew. So uh, I think it's very important to have a, unless you're going to go alone, but have a specified crew to run with that, you know, you can trust to protect you have your back work with you survive with so
2: yeah i mean you're not wrong um i know that in our uh, personal discord uh we've all decided you know as a group uh especially uh, the guys in uh, our state that me and you share uh nord that uh that we all have a, a specific meeting point and then we also have once we meet we have a place um, undisclosed of course uh, that we're all gonna go <laughs> go to and uh, operate out of slash um, survive out
3: of um, that's always the first yeah, kind like
0: you kind of set up a home base yeah mm-hmm. just kind of set up a home base and kind of run stuff out of there. Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, I think that's actually very important because um, a lot of people are, g- are gonna be in a situation where maybe they don't have. Friends or family members that are exactly politically aligned with them, or and I, or I'm just saying in general politically aligned with them, or maybe you just don't have very many friends. It's very important to network beforehand um, online, so maybe you get some uh, people that are you know on the same page, and so when the day comes, whatever's happening, uh, you're gonna have a bug out place, uh, you know, sort of pre-selected and that you could go to. I think it's very important.
2: Right. Yep. Yep, and then I mean I guess the other thing that would uh, come with that is uh, being prepared with what you're going to bring when you're with uh, the boys Um, for example you know uh, most people use a a three day bag and um, I figured you know, uh, Kmart. What? What's make in sure yours? Make sure
0: your bag. Make sure. You, make sure you know uh, how long your t- it's gonna be to travel, mm-hmm. and make sure your gear bag or like your bug out bag is uh, that like designated time frame. That way, you're not running a three day bag on a six day trip. That way, you're not leeching off other people's supplies, or you don't have to. You know, I want to say quote starve yourself because a three day bag can be stretched. Mm-hmm. But just make sure your bag is you know packed for your trip, and make sure you know. <laughs> You and your you and your team or your group or your crew you know you have your designated vehicle um, who's riding where that way like you know you're not working all this stuff out on the dot you know you go to the one place you get the vehicle everyone gets in their spot you throw your gear and you go you know and then on the along your route you know make sure you have other places you know you can stop at or if you're if you're going all the way through like if you're taking a vehicle like a vehicle that can have extra an extra an auxiliary gas tank or you have um jerry cans make sure you have like designated spots to stop you know do all your research about your vehicle and all that stuff so you're not just you know playing it out on the road you have it all set in stone yeah
2: uh, very very true especially um for someone like me for example who uh, rides a motorcycle uh, the way that I pack my bag, uh, since I have a rug with the steel frame and all that, so it still stays uh, fairly thin. Um, I try to pack as much stuff into the bag as possible, and then still have room to tie a, a jerry can to the back of the to the back of the bike, since it is a uh, a smaller uh, smaller gas tank.
0: Yeah. It's because uh, I personally use a – I have a car, and I think on road trip-wise, I get like, – on high, highway MPG, like with a full tank, I can get around 450, 500 miles. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, the moment you start hitting, you know, city roads and stuff like that, you know, it's going to go down significantly. So, I mean, just make sure you have the the best vehicle planned out because, like, a motorcycle is not going to be prime-time vehicle to use in a bug-out situation. One, they're loud. Sure, you know, they're you can you can move through smaller spaces, but they're usually louder. Um, but very exposed, exposed to the elements, exposed to people. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Especially a lime green one like mine. <laughs> it just screams, "Somebody yeah. take pot shots at me!"
3: Well, yeah. In the case actually that, let's say you don't have a vehicle or you have a vehicle but you don't have any gasoline, and you know maybe it's very sudden. Maybe um, well. Extreme situation, let's say there's an EMP or the gas stations, you know, they can't can't deliver gasoline to you or there's just none. A very good thing that you should keep in mind is that bicycles are much more efficient for traveling than running or walking. So if that's, I'm not saying it's necessarily a last case um, resort, but that's something that you definitely should keep in mind, you know. um, You don't need gasoline, you don't need electricity for a bicycle, and you could travel a lot longer, um, you know, depending on the train you're going to be uh, traversing in.
0: Yeah, the one thing I can contribute from that is I've bike packed the Colorado Trail, uh, on a fat tire bike, and the what you can do with a bike, like you you will get or sorry you'll get tired a lot uh, less faster. Why you word that? I'm kind of retarded. <laughs> um, you won't get as tired as fast. There we go on a on a bike, due to the fact that. Um, you know, you're not exerting all the you're not exerting all your energy by moving by carrying it and yeah. using your legs just to like walk, pick yourself up over stuff. Um, using a bike, like he said, you know, you don't need gas, you can traverse faster. You know, if you're going downhill you're not trying to worry about falling over yourself with your gear and all that. Mm-hmm. So if you see a bike and you don't have a car and you don't have a way to get gas, take the bike. Your morals can be flexible, then they don't need it. You do. Mm-hmm. Well,
3: yeah, like you mentioned, um, it's a lot um it's, uh, fitness is a very important thing, especially when you're, um, let's say, whether you're walking or whether you're using a bicycle. Fitness is very important, and probably the worst thing that you can do is try to, you know, get fit on the job or like say, oh, I'm going to get fit or I'm going to survive when shit goes down. If you're like some, you know, fat slob, or you're just, you know, sitting on a computer <laughs> all day, right? You're not doing anything. You're probably going to be one of the first to, let's say, die. I'm I'm not saying... I don't know. I'm going to be honest. Let's say you fucking walk a few miles, right? And let's say you get really tired. The next day, your legs are sore. What happens if you need to travel a few more miles? Or you need to do some... uh, this combat. Maybe you need to um, travel to a new area. You know, whatever it is, you're going to be under a lot of physical strain. And if you're not fit, you're fucked. I think that's a mm-hmm. I, that should be a phrase. If you're not fit, you're fucked. Mm-hmm. That's what I should say.
0: I think another thing uh, that should be important about like traveling, if you're going to be on foot, or bike, is sunscreen. Like it, it sounds dumb, mm-hmm. but having a sunburn or uh, like getting getting any type of something that could be uncomfortable, especially wearing gear because almost you know if you're wearing a bag a plate carrier you know shirts helmets and stuff it's going to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and oh you know i'm wearing a long sleeve shirt you know i'm not gonna get sunburned that's not how uv rays work right so you know keep a keep a bottle of sunscreen you know in uh in your gear uh in like in your bag or something you know as they say in australia what is it slip slop and uh slap slip on a shirt slop on some sunscreen And slap on a hat
3: mm-hmm. exactly you know, keep exactly. the sunburn
0: away <laughs> Yep. You know, it's not it's not worth being that uncomfortable trying. You know, because you can say, oh, you know, I'm only traveling for this amount of time. You know, I'm not going to be out there long. I got protective gear. You know, mm-hmm. it's not worth taking the risk of when you get there and then realizing you're sunburned and then you got to put your gear on and you're uncomfortable the next day while you're on the move. Mm-hmm. Then that's going to, you know, that's going to change your morale. You're going to be a lot, you know, not as happy with what you're doing, or you know, upbeat mood, I guess. Yeah, and-, and then it's just, you know, you're going to be, you're going to get tired faster. You're going to get agitated faster, and then you're just, you know. It's going to go downhill from there. Not only wear a
2: hat, but uh, also wear a helmet. I mean, I don't want to sound like anybody's mom, but uh, <laughs> in, in, in a survival you situation, you know, especially if hospitals are shut down and there's people that are going to be driving a lot like maniacs, not going to be paying attention. And uh, from experience, you know, if you're on a bicycle or uh, just any two-wheel uh, mode of transportation, you're going to be much smaller. You're going to be harder to see. And if someone hits you,
0: you're going to go flying and, you know,
2: you might might want something that's going to...
0: TBIs are not fun. And mm-hmm. just because it's bug out time doesn't mean if you're in a vehicle, you have to drive like any idiot. Mm-hmm. You know, don't put yourself at risk of harm. Yeah, but just always wear so a helmet. You're trying to... Either if you're on a you know a 2 late or a two-wheeled vehicle, wear a helmet. If you're in a, a normal motor vehicle, don't drive like an idiot. Yep, wear your know, seatbelts. Drive belts. normally. I mean, yes, seat belts. Know, wear seatbelts. You know, don't take corners like it's *Need for Speed* Tokyo Drift. <laughs> you know, you can, speeding, speeding is different on open roads. But if you're going through a city where you don't know even if you do know it, you know, 10, 20 over the speed limit, but don't go, don't be going a hundred through there. And the next thing you know, someone other in another car is there, or there's, you know, debris in the road or something. And then you either mess your vehicle up or worse. You mess yourself up. Mm-hmm. So be, be weary of how you, how you travel, what you travel with. And you know, just be safe. About Hell, it Hell,
2: ride a horse.
3: Well yeah, actually horses are yeah, very, I live in Florida, right? Horses and, are very good. Yeah, in my uh, part of Florida, there's a lot of farmland and a lot of people have horses, right? And but you sort of have to remember that you actually have to keep feed for them, right? And so that's just gonna be extra feed, yeah. extra weight. So a bicycle, right, if the you know you don't have a car or there's no gasoline, a bicycle's probably, you know, your, the mm-hmm. next greatest step you could take. Yeah. I think I think for me
0: personally I'd rather a horse over a bicycle, just the fact that uh you can also put your gear on it because, like the I was talking about bike packing, I also had specific bike or specific bags that uh, tied to my frame, handlebars, and settle, uh, saddle saddle uh-huh. that were uh, that like that it was designed for that bike. So, but for a horse, if you know if it's got a saddle, most saddles have spots that you can put your gear on. So, well, yeah, I mean, right. don't over encumber the horse with everything. But you know, you can take your gear off and rest for a bit. Mm-hmm. You can use a horse to yeah. You know, if a horse is sleeping, if the horse is comfortable with you, you can sleep next to it. Um, but yeah, like he said, the only thing, only bad thing is, yeah, you got to worry about feeding it and wiring it. But, you know, if you're in a, if you're in a rural area, um, you should be fine. And
3: maybe if you need to pull a Revenant, you know, and you just need to cut it open and sleep in it overnight. I mean, you could do that as well. I mean, I'm, I'm <laughs> I just saying, I don't right? <laughs> think do that yeah, that I think could can. ever bring myself to do that. Man,
2: that was in Star Wars too,
1: right? Yeah, that was Star yeah, Wars. when you, the, was time also time.
0: In, there, there was a movie, yeah, there was a movie they did it with a horse Yeah, too. yeah. Um, yeah, I don't think I could bring myself
3: to do that. But look, if you're right. cold, right, and you're gonna get hypothermia and you're gonna die. I mean, look, it's well, free me. Hi- yeah, well. I mean,
0: if it's like if it's life or death, but like, I mean, I travel with a negative with a what do you call it? A negative degree. Uh, like, like sleeping bag. Sleeping yeah. bag. So, oh yeah yeah i think i'll be all which, right I i'm not mean, saying
3: just go and kill horses all right don't slam
0: leave it to the Aussie to walk around cutting horses <laughs> yeah. i mean that
3: honestly uh
2: can bring us over to our next topic which uh I know we had a heated debate about this in the Discord yeah, earlier so this week is s- uh, we're, sleeping so bag we're do is versus this isn't even a
0: topic. We're just going to bring it up. Yeah. Sleeping sleeping bag versus hammock. So, I'm going to give I'm going to go through the pros and cons of using a sleeping bag and using a hammock. So, I will start in culture's favor of a hammock. Mm-hmm. So, sure they can be quote versatile, but you have to remember that they're also very situational. Mm-hmm. You have to have two things that you can tie that you can tie the opposite ends to that one can support your weight and two are far enough apart to where you're not sagging on the ground and you're not just a flat thing that if you move you fall off right right you also have to remember that you're way more exposed mm-hmm. to the elements cuz unless you're bringing a sleeping bag in a hammock which then you're just you're know, overpacking so mm-hmm. you're going to be exposed to the elements unless you're one of the people who brings a sleeping bag with you or a blanket Um, you can use a hammock on the ground, but again, you're going to be rolled up. It's going to be harder to get out of if you need to get out very fast. Uh, So that's, that's my take on the hammock on the sleeping bag. My take is you can buy, uh, inflatable or foam roll up pads to sleep on and put that you put inside or under your sleeping bag. So it doesn't steal your body heat. The, The ground doesn't steal your body heat. You can also, I mean, a lot of sleeping bags now compress really, really small into bags. That can either be uh, mollyed to your normal bag, stuffed in your normal bag, or just carried like under arm or something. You can set up almost anywhere with one. I mm-hmm. mean, you can be indoor, outdoor, in a tree that is you know, true. if you got a stable branch. Um, there, you can get what I, you can get. Probably down. I think they're down to like negative thirty 30-degree sleeping bags. Mm-hmm. There, those are obviously in the higher extensive range. Mm-hmm. Obviously, buy it based on your region or where you plan on being. But I. My personal thing is going to be sleeping bags due to the versatility of them, and they're not as situational as a hammock because I can – you know, if I get tired somewhere, I pull off, I pop my hammock out or I pop my sleeping bag out, Mm -hmm. put a sleeping pad in, and then I set up camp there. I don't have to worry about finding a tree. I don't have to worry about finding two posts, and I'm definitely not going to carry the poles you can buy because those things – they're gonna be a bitch to lug around and then to dig up put in the ground and then pull out and then pack up and then oh. get your gear dirty from the dirt on them and all mm-hmm. that so yeah that's um, my take on sleeping bag versus hammock. I, I do sleeping know that are, on right? uh, on the
2: on the on the hammock that i bought it actually has like grappling hooks so not only sometimes you know some of them will have uh, like carabiners that you can wrap around um uh, trees but some of them also have hooks where um you can even do it in an urban environment like say on the roof of a building you can just set it up in a corner and then throw your grappling hooks on either side and you're good to go um so i mean they're not as situational as in my opinion as one would think i mean if you're out in like arizona where there's no trees then yeah <laughs> you know, hammock isn't going to be mm-hmm. your move unless you want to wrap up in a cactus, which uh, <laughs> that's a no. But I, I know specifically for I know, for man. our for our plan, you know, since I uh, will will say we're all pretty much in the deep south. Uh, there's lots of trees. <laughs> there's lots of trees in the Ooh, deep yeah, south. Cool. Yeah. So I mean, and plus I would also reckon yeah, if you're um, if you're trying to do survival or uh, boogaloo whatever you want to call it, you're going to want to stick to the trees uh, like a Vietnamese farmer. And, uh, (laughs) you know, you know, uh, you'd personally want to stick to the trees, especially if you're wearing like multicam, all that um, blend in a little better. That's why I made sure mine was camo, of course. Um, So that's my take on it. And plus, I mean, like you said, a sleeping bag is always going to be um, superior uh, for you know reliability, you can just throw it on the ground anywhere, and you're and you're basically good to go. But I'm I'm a, I'm a little fancy. Sec- so if you,
0: if you are on the fence between them, well yeah, just go. Yeah, for the sleeping yep. bag. it's easier. Sleeping bag much if better. You, if you mm-hmm. if you specifically want the hammock, and you know you like you have the specific like specific one that you can use where you're at, get it. But if you're on the fence, go with the sleeping bag. That way, you know you don't get a hammock and you regret it. You know. You know sp- that it will do you right, yep. and it just doesn't have to, Look, like more better than what it has. You'll would. never go but wrong. You know you can
3: use right. It. So first of all, hammocks are also very useful for keeping off the ground when there may be any sort of not necessarily predator, but something that could seriously endanger you. Right? Because I used to live in Australia. There's things you know, brown snakes, spiders. Snakes, yeah. Especially spiders. If want to be, you know, getting yeah. bit by a brown snake and then dying for like essentially no reason. But at the same time, I don't want to be that one dude that somehow strangles himself and dies from a hammock during the boogaloo, right? You've been waiting (laughs) for this your entire life, you go to sleep one night, boom, you're dead. You know, so I'd have to agree, I'm going with the sleeping bag, even if there is
0: brownstones.
3: Also... Mm-hmm
0: save yourself the trouble and get a one or two person camping tent for that reason you know Mm -hmm. just so you have like protection from some elements obviously not a bear or anything but Protection from snakes and you know, small and spiders and bugs and stuff. Get a one to two person tent. You know, they're small, they're You can get some that like fold down to the size of an umbrella that you just can kind of like molly in or put in a like a strap on your bag, save yourself the trouble. REI, Cabela's, Bass Pro Shop, Academy. I mean, plus you get to cuddle with the Okay, I wouldn't go
3: that far, but you know, that's that's (laughs) always and also
1: you also got to think about concealability because if you're walking through the forest and you see some dude in a hammock you're gonna be like oh shit there's somebody over there but like yeah if you're in a um sleeping bag you're on the ground and like nobody's gonna be like looking through the bushes like off to the side usually Mm -hmm. so It'll be relatively. And concealed. Mo-
0: most tents at night, most tents at night, they, well, all, almost all tents, unless you buy like a special color one, are usually OD green, olive green, or you know they they usually like are woodland colors. Mm-hmm. Hammocks, I mean, you can buy black ones, but most of the hammocks you buy are white, blue, red, tie dye. Yeah. yeah, I made sure to get a. I made stuff. sure to get like a multi cam uh,
2: style. Yeah, I, uh, just you know for personal so, preferences. Yeah.
0: But either way, if someone's shining a light through the woods, you know, a tent can oh, be yeah. mistaken as a bush. You can disguise a tent to to look like a bush mm-hmm. or look like brush. easily. Whereas a hammock, it's, a hammock can be a lot harder because you're going to have to worry about sleeping with that stuff and right. getting poked by being uncomfortable in your sleep. Yeah, unless you
2: go higher so, up into the tree, which is also, you know, slightly yeah, dangerous
0: if your thing slips. 60 feet up in the canopy, just vibing. Mm-hmm.
2: And then if something breaks, then but you're, still, you're You're still full.
0: not safe, safe from snakes, by the way. So. Yeah, snakes <laughs> like to climb trees, but... If, if they want you,
2: they'll get you. Yeah, so <laughs> then at that point, you're 60 feet in the air with a snake in your bag, and...
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The five points of contact was <laughs> <laughs> better. Just jump and roll.
2: Jump and roll.
0: But also, I think this is a good time to shamelessly plug uh, our goonship patches that we are selling. um We are running pre-order deals of ten dollars for one patch, fifteen for two, and twenty for three patches. Uh, there will be, or I'll put an on-screen picture of what the patches are, mm-hmm. and the link to contact me to buy them, and the link to our Discord in the bio. Of course, join the Discord. Bible you know yeah join the discord if you if it, we're it's a good community there are so many people here that can help you out with almost mm-hmm. any question you have including us you know, we have firearm experts uh, we have prior service military members mm. that can uh, they'll, they can help you out with almost anything you need help with yes. uh, we have a MVG expert uh, we have a, ran- or a range officer. We have everything in here. So yeah, and we're also split. Don't in. don't be shy. Join. Ask questions. There's different uh, channels with different topics, so you know you shouldn't be too confused about where to go. Yep.
2: And we even have uh, different channels set up for uh, different regions in the United States. So yep. you'll you'll never be alone, uh, no matter where you're from. There'll always be someone within um, your your group. Whether you're out in yeah, California or in the deep south, there's somebody for you.
0: We got people all over. Uh, we're at a hundred and something members and growing, I believe so don't well, like I said join the family come join us have fun mm-hmm. you'll get you'll get updates on the podcast uh get the meeting yeah, members so cool. like he said find people near you and just you know build you might even get to
2: be in the podcast one day
0: yeah we we bring in we we bring in new hosts and special guests all the time so
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. i think so next uh we have planning. So planning your trip route and place, which we kind of went over when we were talking about bugging out in general with your crew, but I'll go more in depth about it. So, um, planning. So we'll go with planning your trip first. So, picking who you're gonna bring with you, where you're gonna be, where you're gonna wind up, how you're gonna get there, what vehicle you're using, uh, who's gonna be riding in what vehicle, if you all, if uh, if it's you know people need to use weapons, who's gonna ha- uh, have their weapon out. Um, etc., stuff like that. Uh, your route, how you're gonna specifically get there. If you're taking highways, back roads, dirt roads. If you're gonna be in the mountains, uh, or how you're gonna travel on foot. Um, where you're gonna stop to ref uh, to refuel, get food. Um, piss breaks, stuff like that. Like have those spots mapped out first. That way you're not just like running off time, you know, letting time do the mm-hmm. work. You have it specifically set. If someone misses, if someone doesn't have to pee at the pee spot, they're holding it to the next time where there's a bottle in the vehicle. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it say it cuts down time, it cuts down risk factors, all that stuff. And of
2: course, you know, uh, what you're going to use for your, uh, your navigation as well. Um, most yes. people, you know, we're all rocking iPhones or Androids these days, but, you know… If uh, phone lines get cut or the internet just completely conks out, and you have to go from, say, you know, uh, Central Texas up to North Texas, uh, there's
0: no way you're gonna know where to go. Just invest in a atlas, a, U- uh, a USA atlas map. Um, there's ones for thirty bucks that are uh, detailed maps or like detailed na- or road maps. Sorry of your states and uh the entire i think the entire us is actually in it exactly it's broken down into uh aerial views of them so i will recommend i'll put a link to one of those in the description too that you go look at make sure you can read a paper map and if you don't want to get an atlas and you know your trip plant your uh, print out your trip laminate it and then use expo markers or sharpies or something to mark it up or mark it and then laminate it mm-hmm uh, and then handheld GPSs are another thing, um, either handheld or wrist mount- mounted. Uh, the Garmin Fortrex 601 is a good one I can recommend that you can uh, use Basecamp. It's a software that comes with it to upload topographical maps, road maps, waypoints, and etc. It's got uh, an altimeter, altimeter, barometer. Uh, the 701 has ballistics calculator that runs off three satellite services, which are Galileo. GPS and Another one. I, could, I can't remember the name on the top of my head. That's for wrist mounted uh, I'll put a link to those two in the description and handheld is the Etrex 30x 20x and 10x which are also you can also preload maps on onto, onto them uh, LCD displays on most of them unlike the 4trex where it's not LCD it's just backlight so make sure you can navigate a map and uh, have a GPS on standby for So that way you can. Well, yeah. Here's the thing, right? uh, In
3: general, for planning, you should take Murphy's law into effect. You know, everything that can go wrong will go wrong, right? Maybe you shouldn't take it to an extreme, but you know, don't don't give everything the benefit of the doubt when you're making a sort of plan, right? Um, As an example, uh, you know, let's say you're going to be navigating. Don't assume that you're going to be able to have electricity. That you're just going to go on, you know, Google Earth or you know the internet, right? Google Earth or maybe even a GPS. Right, exactly. Look, here's the thing. People thousands and thousands Double of years maps. ago, right, like goat herders in the middle of the Sahara, can travel, uh, can travel for hundreds or thousands of miles with great um, um, preciseness, I think would be the word, with great accuracy. Yeah, just thousands of miles just using the stars. In the 21st century, you essentially have no excuse <laughs> for not being able to use the stars to do some basic navigation. And yeah, if you have an atlas, that's going to be uh, extraordinarily useful for you.
0: Use use the use the rule. uh, I'd rather need it, or sorry, I'd rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Yep. So you know, I'd rather I'd rather you know have you know level four plates and not need them than need them and not have them. Yep. You know, live by the fact that if you might not need it, but you're gonna be glad if you do. Yep. Mm -hmm. So, so that's definitely for GPSs and laminated maps. Like those are two of the basic essentials i would say have in your gear bag undoubtedly
2: yep and
0: then k got anything to say
2: not yet <laughs> <right>. and uh, <laughs> I, I figured the the next thing that you had brought up is you know choosing your crew and um, i know for us like we said, in the Discord, uh, we have everything kind of split up into regions. And, uh, of course, we make sure when you do join, we always try to figure out what state you're from and make that a prefix. Yeah, if you
0: join, if you join and you get a question of what state you're from, don't be alarmed. We're just trying to figure out because uh, everyone is identified. They have the uh, abbreviation of their state as the first two characters in their name. Mm-hmm. That way it's all yeah. organized so people uh, – members can find other people in their state. Right, them. and, of course, yeah.
2: make sure you trust um, – Trust who you're with. Uh, Don't don't join a group just because you're lonely, and uh, you're afraid that you're gonna get clapped in the first three days because you're by yourself. You know, Um, in some cases, I'd much rather be my by by myself than uh, with. Someone I wouldn't trust. Um, definitely yeah. someone that you know.
0: But, but do your best to build trust. Mm-mm. Of course. You can't just like, be hostile don't just, the Don't also run off it's the, oh, so I'm not gonna, oh, I'm not going to join this group because I'm not going to be able to trust them. You know, join them and then earn their trust and let them earn yours. You can always leave the group.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Then decide. Switch. <laughs> well, <laughs>
2: that's not very trustworthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah if someone works for the FBI though maybe don't let them in your group you know that's just some good general advice awkward pause
2: (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I like my FBI agent come on he's he's a great guy but um, (laughs) but yeah it's definitely you know make sure you uh, know the people or at least have a, a a base understanding of each other. You know, make sure you vibe (laughs) because it's basically dang near the same thing as whenever you're going apartment shopping and you're looking for a roommate. Um, Sometimes it's just better to be by yourself than to live with someone you hate just for the sake of, uh, you know, financial security. It's not not the move. Um, Talking from experience there. If, if If you group with someone that you
1: hate or don't like, that's gonna be. Well, yeah, then you just, you know, take them to the
3: woods, you know, tear the group apart. It's also not gonna be good for a I'm just around, saying, but... maybe you could be the one doing the clapping. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> my goodness. All right. Maybe you a big argument. You know, oh, you can yeah. yeah splitter, war you war know, crimes. Right? Some war are just crimes just are the me- best crimes. I've never heard the Geneva suggestion. Right.
2: And then also. Um, and then I also believe, you know, within their group, um, some people have designated roles and, uh, based on, you know, their, uh, their background, you know, like Nord said earlier, you know, we have people that, um, are firearms experts or, uh, people that are great with night vision uh, construction build a diverse crew. yes you can't just have don't,
0: a bunch of dudes that know a, how to like spray like dude, five dudes with one trait right just you know, don't want get, get you can't some have dudes a party full of bars inclined. yeah mm-hmm. get <laughs> <damn good. laughs> get, you a, get you a get you a crew that has people who are good with medical good with firearms good with uh, gear tight or uh, like fixing gear people who you know just the same thing that people look like trade colleges, get people get trades, mm-hmm. stuff to be, stuff that will help you out instead of having, you know, a group of five dudes who are good with firearms but can't you know do medical to save their buddies' life and own. can't
2: you know so, sustain theirself without having to you know just raid everything. Someone,
0: who, someone who's good with plants, you know, like a, a low class botanist, I guess, mm-hmm. or even hell, uh, you know. a
2: farmer rancher would do. Yeah, uh, in my case, someone or even just a gardener.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, even a gardener will work, and then you know people who can build. You know, not not necessarily contractors, but people who are handymen. Mm-hmm. You know, good with a, good with a hammer and a nail. Yeah, and then you know or a uh, carpenter will even work because they still have the they know the basic ins and outs.
2: Yeah, and then having you know the like, supplies like based on that trait. You know, because, yeah, you know, your botanist isn't going to be uh, – he's not going to be worth anything if he doesn't have any sort of seeds or anything like that that he could use to actually grow. Just like, you know, your handyman wouldn't be worth anything if he doesn't have a yeah, hammer and nails. It's
0: different because you, you, can, you can just go cut down some trees yeah. Yeah, a I mean, stock as a hammer. Yeah, you're,
2: you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But, you know, it's, it's still the premise of it. I mean, like, what's your medic guy going to do if he doesn't have – medic supplies like yeah. you can only you can only just use a tourniquet for so long before you know uh, infection sets in or something like that or hell if you yeah. don't have anything to splint a broken leg with uh, I mean granted there's trees but uh still
0: <laughs> do yourself a favor and you know learn the basics of medical stuff you know treating a wound treating shock uh splinting, you know a broken ankle stuff like that, like, learn the basics, how to give an IV, Uh all that stuff, just to, just to help, you know, Mm -hmm. just that way, in case, you know, you do wind up having a medic, the entire toll's not on him, and that, if the entire group knows, you'll be able to help yourself, like, in a situation where he can't get to you, like, if y'all are pinned (laughs) down, or if he gets wasted somewhere else, I to make a quick point about (laughs) that, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, and, and do your best to learn from these people, do your best to learn from the people who don't, who, you're not, you don't have their trait, learn from them, like, that way, you know, you can you can pick up and then teach other people, and it keeps going on. Mm-hmm. All right, I
3: want to make a uh, quick point about groups, right? So if anyone's listening to this and they're you saying, you know, I don't really have any friends, or I have friends who are not really lying with me, I don't really, you know, I don't need a group, I can't trust anyone. If you're one of those people, you have to understand that when shit goes down, right, first of all, I'm sure everyone understands this, but you you really need to uh, truly appreciate that, you know, the police are going to come for you, there's not going to be any ambulances, and essentially you're going to have, for the most part, anarchy, right? And anytime there's anarchy, there's a power vacuum, and then groups are going to, you know, form, and those who are weak, you know, will perish, and those who are strong will, um, you know, they're going to survive, and they're going to thrive, right? And so when this happens, if you're not in a group, You're not going to have strength, right? So, strength in numbers is something you really do need to understand. I'm not saying you should associate with a group that you're not really going to be aligned with or that can prove to be um, a liability for the future, but strength will come in numbers. And unless you're like some, you know, like Navy SEAL or like Ranger, you're not really going to be able to take on take on any um like collectives that come at you you know you know maybe they're just some you know gang or some prowlers right if they actually want to kill you and you're just like one dude you're probably screwed that's just how it is right so it's very advantageous to uh, belong to maybe either mm-hmm. a good family a large family yeah. or you know you have some good buddies that you're um you're going to bug out with like when the time comes but yeah strength in numbers very important Mm-hmm.
0: yeah and it, even if like your group is small in the beginning, like when you get to your place that you want that like you that, like you and your crew plan on going, try and build your crew or like build a team, build a family, build a community, and if you have enough like if you have enough or if you have enough room. if you don't then keep your number small and that way your supplies don't run out as fast but if you can and you have the you know the, right, situation, the right setting yeah. to do it build build your crew, make it bigger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. Good movie. Yep. great great movie. And
2: uh I mean also having the correct gear is also going to be very important, you know, yes. in case you do get separated from your group or um even if you're absolutely a, a mad lad and you decide you want to do this by yourself, you know, it's it's going to be imperative to have the correct gear and uh
0: and the current gear starts with bags, backpacks, your, your yep. bag. So, the the three type of bags we're like we like we see used and that we're talking to talk about are rucksacks. So you know your military rucksacks, new old, you know doesn't matter, uh, duffel bags, and you know normal backpacks, and sorry one more hiking mm-hmm. bags. So, I in my preference. Um, like the the new standard issue military rucksacks are pretty nice. You can put a bladder in them. They have back frames, so they sit against your back without, uh, you know, without getting deformed or anything. Uh, duffel bags, they can they can be good in a sense. I mean, they're they're good for storage, but carrying them if they don't have uh, straps uh, for like to put on your back, mm-hmm. kind of like a or even like if they have like the bag. the single
2: shoulder strap that can still just kind of yeah. get in the way, especially if it's sitting at your side. But
0: if it's just a, if it's just a handheld. I, uh, it's not gonna be too good. I mean, unless you're, unless you want to carry that, then be my I mean, guess If you're some sort of John Wick with like a
2: pistol, it. but <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, hiking bags, hiking bags, or depends on like, uh, like if you're getting a Osprey or like a Mountain Smith bag. Mountain Smith bags are good. Uh, extremely expensive, depending on which one you mm-hmm. get, but good. Uh, they have bladder or they have bladder slots. Um, they're usually made out of canvas uh so and they, they have a lot of space because I, I have an old mountainsmith bag but um hiking bags they have bladder pouches but the smaller ones the, the like the ospreys they're usually they're cheap like 150 cheap but they're they're like day they're day bags i guess they're single day bags you can hold you know a pack of freeze dried food a jet boil a tiny can of propane for the jet boil and then you know your other essentials so mm-hmm. in my preference i'd say invest in a ruck like yep. uh culture did yep. you can get an old one with a metal frame or the new ones with the plastic frames but just do yourself yourself save yourself some trouble and invest in a ruck oh yeah especially mm-hmm.
2: that steel frame definitely uh comes in handy i haven't transferred all the stuff from uh, my old bag i was just using like uh my my bag from high school my backpack and, uh, the weight distribution was just terrible in that bag, um, about halfway through transferring everything, uh, just cause I get busy a lot, but you know, the, the weight distribution is so much better. And, uh, my back isn't as strained as much either, uh, with those back pads and the way that the frame just kind of holds everything together. Uh, it, it's like night and day. And especially I was even considering the duffel bag at one point, which is kind of what made us bring up this uh, whole topic in the first place. Um, because I was like, oh, I could strap it to the back of my uh, my motorcycle or whatever. But then I realized that would mess up uh, my, my balance. Because, mm-hmm. you know, whenever you're driving a bike, you also have to use your hips as well as the handlebars when you're taking turns. You lean I think, and everything uh,
3: culture in that this bag is a really to that side and they need to understand that tail end yep. A mm-hmm. lot of unknown problems or a lot of difficulties are going to arise when you try to replicate the scenario, right? So let's say he never rode his bike with his backpack or whatever. Um, he wouldn't have known that. It's mm-hmm. going to. It would have proved to be a uh, significant hurdle had he actually, you know, executed that during uh, a bug out scenario, or you know, you had to use that. So, try to replicate sort of accurately what you're going to do if shit goes down. Right. So, look. Let's say. Let's say you have to. T- let's say you're in a great area like mm-hmm. right? you're in the woods. Practice or. Maybe you're just a little uh, bug out scenario. doesn't involve a car. Maybe it's just going for a hike a few miles and you have a a dedicated area that you're going to go to, right? Like a bunker. At least practice doing that hike a few times. See what happens or, you know, try because you're not going to be able to calculate everything just in your head and how everything's going to play out, right? Try to replicate what you're going to do. Unknown problems are going to surface and you're going to be able to solve them before, you know, they endanger your, your life, essentially.
0: And if you, if you can get your hands on, like, or, like, you, if you have multiple sets of, like, different types of gear, you know, try using the different sets of gear when you're doing your dry run to see which works better. Or, you know, you have, your buddy has some gear that he says is really nice and he likes, and he says, you know, you know he thinks you should get it, try ask him if you can borrow it and do your dry run with his gear, and if you like it, then get it. You know, take take the time to figure out to re- do dry runs, do your scenarios, and figure out what's going to work best. That way, the moment shit sh- hits the fan, you're not just you know running off one single plan that you've had for we, yeah. Of, make a few know, plans, right? You've got to be sort of dynamic because not every it. scenario yeah, whether well, you
3: know it's actually going to be the boog, right? A civil war, or you know, some sort of large scale civil unrest. Maybe it's something like. Um, Uh, there's an attack on the power grid, maybe it's some sort of invasion, or maybe, um, you know, or it's just a natural disaster, right? That's probably going to be the most likely scenario scenario for the foreseeable future, depending on where you live, right? I live in Florida. There's a lot of hurricanes. uh, Let's say there's a really bad one. Maybe it was sort of unforeseen and sort of like Katrina, and, you know, the power's out for a long time. You know, uh, uh, cars can't come here. There's no, um, you know, trucks bringing food. And then, you know, things start to get sort of, Uh, um, it's like anarchy right so things start to go bad. you have to have dynamic scenarios or just multiple scenarios to plan for different events right even if they might not be that likely because you know investing a few minutes or you know just like a day trying to make a decent plan or uh, analyzing the variables it really could save your life and it's going to be very valuable if that is to happen so yeah
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And then another uh, likely bit. situation that I've kind of seen uh, pop up around uh, social media, uh, even smaller uh, news outlets, uh, was the, the rise in unemployment because of uh, – I know everyone's like, oh, I don't want to hear about the coronavirus But um, it is, of course, a serious issue and is affecting the economy. Uh, even with our Trump bucks, uh, 9 million people have filed for un- – or I think it's actually up to 10 million people have filed for unemployment in two weeks. Uh, We're almost hitting Great Depression levels of uh, record unemployment, and who knows, you know, if they're just going to be like, ha, 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 money money machine go burnt, then, you know, inflation's (laughs) just going to (laughs) go, is going
0: to go right on up, so uh, that's another thing that I'm concerned about. Another thing to think about, about the, uh, about dry running is, you know, if so, say you have this plan, and then you know you don't touch you know your path there for three years and it's a hiking trail and next thing you know you get there and the trails not there or you know there's something completely new uh, like a housing development housing development got built you know in the way of where you're going or uh, the trails blocked off um, fallen trees you know etc like any problem can arise to hit like to block your path so it's good if you dry run it and have multiple ways there that you know that you can get to, instead of just one main one. That if you get blocked off or like you know, so say it's on the top of a you're you're you know you in Colorado for example you climb you drive up the mountain and then you hit trails. Well, what happens if the road to the top of the mountain is blocked off? You know have, have a hiking trail planned out to get to the top by hiking, instead of you know if you're hiking blind you run up you walk up on a walk a uh, rock face that you don't have belaying gear for um, you walk to a, a canyon, etc. just make sure you have it planned out and you know what you, you, you know where you need to go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. And then also, you know, um, knowing what's in your bag and how long it's going to be good for. I know we uh, mentioned that earlier, whether, uh, most, most common is a three day bag. Um, but of course, you know, if you have a larger bag, you could even stretch it out to seven days. Um, with a larger bag so i mean if we could do a breakdown of maybe what's in our personal bags just so some people can get the gist uh probably uh well
0: that's kind of that's kind of what we have on next is essentials Mm -hmm. so uh essentials i'm not going to go into like what to pack for a three day or a seven day or a one day i'm just going to go in the like the the bare bones essentials of what you should need or what you should bring so uh i'll list a few and i'll let everybody else list them Mm -hmm. So the ones I'm gonna list is, one first one fire starter off the river. Oh yeah, fire starter, uh, flint and steel, um, a nine volt battery and some steel wool. Matches. Um, matches. Yeah, great thing. Um, anything that can cause a spark and light a fire, even if you like if you want to bring some Kindle, some Kindle with you in case there's none to scrounge up. Um, buy on Amazon, buy the fire starting logs. And just uh, cut there's ones you can buy that uh, that are little bricks that break off into I think a like a square centimeter mm-hmm. and, or a square uh, square inch break those off put them in a zip put them in a ziploc baggie and bring those um, I recommend so fire starter fishing line and a hook you don't necessarily need a pole just fishing line and a hook uh, water obviously water and some small snack uh, cliff bars, kind bars, um, Viana sausages are good because they're good for protein. Um,
2: if you're really really uh, pressed, or if you just broke, uh, ramen, <laughs> ramen will do. Uh, yeah, not not so worked.
0: much for nutritional
2: value, but uh, as a filler, just hold you over. In general. Yeah,
0: yeah. And if you, I mean, everyone remember, I mean, you can you can get full off water. You're not going to get what you need from it, but you can you can kill your hunger with water for a bit, only to a ah. certain extent. But and you can do
1: water that. purifiers is one of the Yes. Big
0: thing too, mm-hmm. and definitely for uh, for camelbacks, you can actually buy a uh, a hookup that strung. It's a it's a camel pack bladder that you put a water purifier to. You connect it to the what would be the the line for the mouthpiece, and then you connect it to the other bladder, and then you just hang one at a high place, but the other at the low place, and it'll filter your water out for you. Pretty cool. Learned that on the um, the Colorado Trail, and then the last thing I'll list. Is a solar charger for anything. So, phone, any sort of battery you need, uh, a solar charger. You can pick one up for 40 bucks. I have one portable solar charger. Amazing. I have two actually. They're amazing. Uh Uh, You can get higher higher quality ones. Have different plugs and different outlets to charge different things. This uh, one of the small ones. I have a high quality one. A low quality one. The low quality one, 40 bucks. It's got a uh, USB slot on it, you can charge it through micro USB and you can charge it through solar and then it's got a, just one USB outlet to plug into something, so keep that in mind
2: Hey, okay, Kmart Whittles, uh, what would you uh, personally put in your bag for something general?
0: I, just a couple of things that you call uh, essential
2: Paracord, for sure mm-hmm.
0: Oh, so uh, amazing
1: And any kind of tarp because you can, you can make it easy, like lean-to or just like put it on the ground so you don't get wet if it's raining or
2: something yeah good call good call um i personally you know would go with um uh depending on on, on what you're running uh, definitely ammunition
0: uh for whatever i think, gun. I think firearms and ammo or i think those are essential kind of a given yeah
2: yeah but uh some people are, aren't totally sure like oh how much ammo should i bring um i recommend bring enough a, enough enough uh <laughs> usually a thousand a, a thousand rounds is considered like a James fairly good amount way.
0: all right then uh, uh, you, uh,
2: uh, okay you, at least at least 300 <laughs> but for me <laughs> if it's a smaller caliber weapon like a nine i millimeter, mean where you can a, carry a, more, a thousand like
1: 22 maybe oh yeah because th- those are really mm-hmm. small and you can like fit tens of thousands in like a bag oh yeah but, like, like I, if you're talking about like five, five, in my six, bag. seven six two, like
2: yeah, 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 I'm talking a small caliber. Small caliber, you know. The smaller the caliber, the more you can carry. But for sure, at Something least 300. Yeah, possibly, yeah. At least. Hands. Oh, okay, hold on. It's saying that...
0: Oh, that's, okay, yeah, so it's saying about 5,000 rounds of 22, 22s weighs 25 pounds. Jesus. So
2: <laughs> Yeah, you can carry a bunch. And uh, I guess... Um, Another thing, definitely a knife, uh, an axe, something that you can cut slash uh, saw with. Um, even a trench shovel uh, would do in a pinch because some of those, you know, they can fold up. You can throw them in your bag or you can even just, you know, lash them uh, to the side or under it. And uh, a lot of them come with
0: uh, saw oh, yeah, edges okay. on Okay, So 1,000 rounds of 22 only weighs 7 points nine pounds okay so because a hundred cartridges weighs 0.79 pounds yeah
2: like for for me personally okay. i carry 500 in my backpack and then i carry 350 or so in my in my uh, chest rig nah, it's not bad. yeah so in case i do lose my backpack i'm not like completely <laughs> out of ammo um but then again of course knife uh would go would go good with that
1: um, and another thing with bags is like layering. So, like, yes. if like you're sleeping at night, and then somebody comes up and you gotta go, uh, you got you're gonna want your like uh, firefight stuff like on you, like in mm-hmm. a vest or something, and you're not gonna be too worried about your
2: bag until it's over. So. You don't want all right. the stuff that you need to fight. Yeah, you don't want to carry all like the all your fighting stuff in your bag, where you're gonna to have to carry your bag around. Sometimes you're gonna to have to be, uh, you know, a little bit lighter. You're not gonna yeah, have to carry yeah. all your supplies, but you know, just the stuff that can go on your chest rig or uh, plate carrier. Um, or hell, yeah. if you're really strapped, even in your pockets.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, invest in. I, Cry 511. Anything mm. car- cargo pants. Cargo mm-hmm. pants. Did invest in something with multiple pockets. It'll, it'll help right. you out a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pockets are your friend. So I'd ask Hop uh, what he has to say, but he is actually deafened right now. So rest in peace to our Australian. Cooking. So uh for cooking, um, don't don't pull a culture, put a pan. In it's your a bag.
2: small frying pan.
0: It's like an egg <laughs> pan. <laughs> don't, don't even. It is get, like one of those ones that you can j- put a single egg. Get a jet boil. Get a jet boil and a fuel stove. It's budget. A, a jet boil. For a now. jet boil is 60 or 60 bucks. A jet boil is 60 bucks and you get uh, and then a t- uh, can of propane is I think 5 bucks and mm, can boil it can boil your depends water. depends on the size. A, a tiny can of propane. Well, the ones for jet boils are 5 bucks yeah. you can get and then you can boil your water. And then if you're using, uh, if you're using the freeze-dried food you can buy from uh, like camping stores, it, uh it's got the ex- you can put the exact amount of water in there, boil it up. It tells you when it's the when it's hot. Like it's got an indicator on the side. And then you can pour it into your bag. You can make coffee, uh, boil your water, make soup, make your food. And then a field stove just in case you know you get meat like you kill an animal and you get meat. A field stove can be used for the same thing. You use the same propane tank. And the same, uh, the same ignition system, and then you just let it heat up over a fire, over your propane, or anything, and then they oh, go. Oh yeah, <laughs> two things that can make your food and aren't a frying pan like Culture was bringing.
2: Yeah, luxurious. Mine was more kind of budget for the time being. It's more of a, a placeholder than anything. I wouldn't anything.
0: call it luxurious. When I mean, I after using it on the Colorado Trail, I realized how nice it is and how compact it is. Yeah. Well, for for, the, for a bit to bring them, yeah, you can't pick them up at Walmart, but on the go. But I mean, if you have them in advance, I mean, just, they're good to use for the beginning until you get yourself set up. Like on the move, they're amazing. And
2: hell, you can you can, know, you can portable, even cook with a rock if you have to. It's been done. You get like a piece of slate out of a riverbed, and you heat up one side, and then the other side will get nice and hot, and it'll be flat, just like a stove top, and you can throw whatever you want on there. Uh,
0: all I know is my kit and what I recommend is a Jetboil and a field stove, too. They're small things. Your propane uh, tank and your uh, propane holder fits inside yeah. of your uh, Jetboil, and you can put that in the side pouch of a bag. And a field stove is... You know, Alright, so I think something like completely. Something I think together, would be essential would be one hand sanitizer feel, so. or so. some
3: sort of rubbing alcohol. Something that you can uh, use things. for, let's say, uh, anything. Uh, you or missed the question. San- sanitation, uh, right? Be, because if, if you you're you touching a bunch of different things and maybe you have to touch a wound, I mean, this might be included in your first aid kit, but even if you're just, you know, going out, you have to go on like a really long hike, right? You want to be want to be clean before you start like eating something right uh so I think that's one hand sanitizer any sort of um oh it's uh, cut your lots and said what happened to my accent no I can do an American accent and it's sort of easier to do than an Australian one <laughs> yeah I'll look wait, wait. if you want me to do my Australian accent right I'll do that I'll do that because I don't know it's it's sort of like unconscious thing I, I don't even think about doing it um it's just that simple Anyways, uh, yeah, something for sanitation. Um, I, was gonna, I, I was so like, oh shit. Do <laughs> it's like, while. what you... um, If you're, you know, sweating, you're just completely dirty, maybe you get a little bit of water, right? Maybe you'll buy some uh, river or lake. You could take. You could at least clean off a little bit, right? Uh, I think that's gonna be very important. Um, I'm not sure if um, someone mentioned it, but um, a very large knife. So, or something like a machete uh, depending on because having a sharp object right um, that's like the first steps of like developing a civilization or actually yeah. surviving right having a sharp sturdy tool a lot better than stone or anything you're going to make right so any st- mm-hmm Well yeah yeah so
0: yeah I was gonna label weapons and stuff like that uh, essentials and or uh, givens another given thing is medical supplies so God oh, yes, uh, an yes. i mm-hmm. is probably gonna be a given to bring yeah God is all, all IVAC, that good if stuff y'all don't know, individual first aid kit
1: and to add on to hops um uh, hygiene stuff. You would probably want at least one or two like extra sets of
2: clothes, and
0: underwear and stuff.
2: Mm-hmm. Especially socks,
0: my God. Don't get your feet wet. Trench foot will kill you. Mm-hmm.
2: Underwear, uh, deodorant. A lot yeah, of people would forget deodorant, want, and then it's gonna start well, smelling like an anime deodorant's convention.
0: Deodorant's only for an, well, that's that's gonna be the least of your worries. Yeah. Socks and underwear are the two main things <laughs> you don't wanna bring for spares of. Because if you get a
3: rash, best. if you get, oh yeah, look, foot, it's something. It's practical, then you're going to uh, need it. Right? Any are so used to having, and water, you have to wash yourself off. And flowing water or baby wipes, wipes. you're not gonna it, gonna right. Chances are, let's don't say get power your boots wet. Right? Don't, you don't get water in your house. You're boots, not going to be able to put your underwear change out of your underwear or flip them inside out in just like the washer, the dryer, or something. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're, that's this sort of included in my soap thing where, okay, maybe you get to a river or like a lake and then you could clean your stuff then. But yeah, having a little bit of uh, maybe some extra socks or some extra underwear, which is going to, uh, it's not really going to weigh that much. It's not going to take up that and much space it's, and dryer. it's going to yeah. be really helpful.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, extra socks are a must. And then yeah, yeah. When when you go to sleep, uh, t- change out of your main clothes and your kit. Like that way, you know, you're not getting them dirty. You're not uh, you know, you're not wearing your what you wear all the time to sleep. That way, you don't get uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And then that that's another and thing. Just make sure you change out of your clothes. And if if you're prone to chafing, if you're prone to chafing in any area, uh. Armpits, crotch, groin, uh, your ankle, or the your Achilles heel. Um, you can buy very small sticks; they're probably three inches tall, two inches wide. A uh, body glide, something I used as a uh, triathlete. You put it on any spot of your body that chafes a lot, and it. Uh, it, it I I won't say it r- like gets rid of it, but it it mitigates the chafing a lot. It makes it almost. Um, I've never got chafed using it, so mm. I recommend it.
2: Oh, yeah. And also, like, uh, different cotton. different. Don't,
0: uh, wear don't wear cotton socks or don't wear cotton socks either because that that can also destroy your keys. Though. Yeah, and also
2: different kinds of socks is a must. Uh, I personally have you know, basic ankle socks, then I have some longer socks, and I also have a pair of thermals that I threw in right. there as well, um, especially with uh, Texas weather. It's,
0: don't wear don't wear no shows with boots. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: But um, depending on the boot, depending that, on the boots, some
0: people have like those those ankle
2: those boots that kind of end at the at the ankle uh depending if you're
0: wearing on... romeos i will stomp you <laughs> yeah but
2: also you know thermals are are definitely a must uh, especially if you are going into a colder environment uh but that's also just common sense there
0: what I... did that um, actually happen and then next we have uh don't brings so just uh some stuff to not bring as I previously stated. Don't I, I went on a camping trip one time with a guy who decided it would be a or a hiking trip through the Rocky Mountains with a guy who decided it'd be a good idea to bring a cast iron skillet. Um don't melee don't weapons melee weapon. Don't, and then winner don't, winner then chicken don't dinner ask someone else <laughs> Yeah, you know, don't ask somebody who's a part of your group to carry it for you when you get tired. Mm-hmm. Don't bring anything that's gonna be over and cumbersome. Don't Trouble bring light. like if you're gonna yeah, travel travel light, but bring what you need. Uh, a cast iron skillet does not fall under the category of I'd rather you know have it and not need it than need it and not have it. That just don't bring. One. Yeah, uh, your wife wa- your wa- wa- so, wo- many altern- so many is in, alternatives. So many alternatives. Don't bring bedding. Don't. Yeah, nothing. Uh, yeah, nothing general or like unnecessary. Like you don't you don't need bedding, you know, unless you're traveling in a vehicle and you're gonna be traveling a vehicle your entire way don't bring bedding don't bring pillows bring uh, you can buy tiny like inflatable pillows for camping that roll up to the size of a probably you know three inches in diameter those are those are fine but don't bring you know full packed you know down pillows uh, memory foam pillows don't be that guy don't bring bulky bedding covers don't be the dude who's bringing three pairs of boots, bring one or two, you know, don't try, and don't, do not try, like, bring something unnecessary and try and pass it off to your teammate or your buddy, you're going to piss somebody off. Don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> if, if you, if you think, hmm, I'm going to get tired carrying this, but someone else will carry it for me, no, they won't, because I'm not going to do that to you, don't do it to me. Yeah. Don't bring it if you're not going to want to carry it, to, you know, five, four, four or five miles into a, to a hike. If you're going to get tired of carrying it. Don't break it. Right. If you're traveling by truck, trailer, or vehicle, then and pack it, then pack it as full as you can. Uh, if you're traveling only by vehicle, if you're going point A to point B without walking, sure, pack your vehicle up. Yep.
3: All right, that was good. Um
2: And also, you know, for a pillow, if you're really in a pinch, you can take a spare shirt
3: and and, uh,
2: throw your socks and such in there. And uh, kind of fold it up and that'll, that'll, uh, that'll make do.
0: Another uh, little packing tip. Uh, I'll see if I can find the, I'll see if I can find the video of it. Um, so if you take your underwear or sorry, if you take your shirt and your underwear and, uh, put your socks, um, laid out in the middle of it, roll your shirt up. Uh, with the underwear inside, and then fold the edge of the socks over it. Uh, it'll look kind of like, I guess, a cylindrical thing. It'll be, you know, your shirt, your underwear, and your socks all in one thing, and it's incredibly easy to pack. And just they kind of fit side by side or on like laying down. Um, I'll see if I can find a picture, or uh, I'll make, I'll make a Isn't video myself that of that how the Marines uh, pack their stuff? I think that's where I think that's where it might be from. Mm-hmm. I I don't exactly remember where I saw it, but yeah, I think that's how they um, do it. Um, that is so looking at it now that is everything for today boys. awesome that's all the topics covered in an hour and 50 seconds so wow thank you guys for tuning oh, yeah. in to uh the goon crew podcast uh, catch us next week when we'll be going over helmet setups and chest rig setups along with different types of plates uh why you should run certain ones and all that so i'll let everyone else say their goodbyes and we can all help out
2: see you later guys
0: <laughs> uh all right <laughs>